The other day, my wife Anita and I drove to the post office to buy a book of stamps. Anita decided to wait in the car, but she told me to get something nice, which I knew meant stamps with birds, animals, or flowers on them. When I got to the counter, the clerk asked me what I needed. I told her a book of stamps, but that my wife wanted something with birds, animals, or flowers on them. When she showed me a book of birds and animal stamps, including an owl, I knew I had a winner. Before I could pay for the stamps, however, another clerk, familiar with the Reading Baseball series, handed me a book of stamps with the image of St. Louis native and Yankee legend Yogi Berra on them. I knew Anita, given the choice between Berra and an owl, would pick the owl, so I passed on Berra and bought the owl. Once I got to the car and told Anita about the Yogi Berra stamp, she felt guilty and told me to go back into the post office. But to tell the truth, I'm probably the only baseball fan in America who doesn't want the Berra stamp. I realized that Yogi Berra, a three-time winner of the American League MVP award, was one of the greatest catchers in baseball history and that his yogiisms transformed him into an endearing cultural icon. While he played on 10 Yankee championship teams, he's best remembered and likely earned his stamp for expressions like, it ain't over till it's over, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore, and when you come to the fork in the road, take it. The best one I think too is that when you come to the fork in the road, take it. And we have, I go at Edgemont Road in Montclair, if you go to the fork, you go on Highland Avenue where I live. Either one take you on Highland Avenue. <laughs> That's how I got that. It ain't over till it's over. I did it with the Mets. They just come out. I don't know I say them. But the Yogi Berra I remember wasn't so endearing. In the 1960 World Series, Berra and his Yankees were heavy favorites to beat my Pittsburgh Pirates. They easily won three games by lopsided scores but the Pirates managed to win three closely fought games to tie the series. In the seventh and deciding game, with the Pirates leading four to two in the top of the sixth inning, Yogi Berra hit a dramatic three-run homer to give the Yankees a 5-4 lead. There's a drive hit deep to right field, but it is going to go foul. Out of play, and it is all the way, excuse me, all the way for a home run. Tomani never moved over. And we thought the ball was curving foul as a home run for Yogi Berra. Scoring. Kubek and Mantle ahead of him. And the Yankees have forged in front 5-4. In the bottom of the eighth, with the Yankees ahead 7-6, West Frankfurt native Hal Smith duplicated Berra's feet with a three-run homer to give the Pirates a 9-7 lead. In the top of the ninth, a brilliant base running play by Mickey Mantle on a bare ground ball helped the Yankees to tie the score. And there's a shot grabbed by Nelson, steps on first, and Mantle gets back to first, he's safe, and McDougal scores the tying run on an amazing turn of events. On a hard shot by Barra, Nelson grabbed the ball, stepped on first, and Mantle, with quick thinking, stopped in his track, slid underneath the tag, got back to first, as McDougal scored the tying run. How about that? But in the bottom of the ninth, Bill Mazeroski, leading off the inning, hit the most dramatic home run in World Series history to give the Pirates a 10-9 victory in the World Series championship. The loss was bitter for the heavily favored Yankees, but especially for Yogi Berra, who said it was the only time he ever saw Mickey Mantle cry. What made matters worse for Berra 
was that he was playing left field when Mazeroski hit his home run. Every time the replay of Mazeroski's home run appeared on television, there was the unfortunate bearer running back to the wall at Force Field and helplessly watching the ball sail out of the park. After their careers were over, Yogi Berra and Mickey Mantle easily made it into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Most believed that Bill Mazeroski, a World Series hero and the greatest fielding second baseman of his era, would soon join them. But year after year, Mazeroski was passed over by the Old Timers Committee that included Yogi Berra among its members. The first year that Berra was no longer on the committee, Mazeroski was elected to the Hall of Fame. When I told Anita about Yogi Berra and Bill Mazeroski, she said that I really didn't know for sure that Berra was the reason it took so long for Mazeroski to be elected to the Hall of Fame and that I should buy the stamp. I thought about it and told Anita that I'll buy the Berra stamp when the post office issues a Bill Mazeroski stamp. Anita just shook her head, and as we drove out of the post office parking lot, I could hear her singing. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, you really This are is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.